Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Coffee Time. I'm your host, Vince Tropea. And as I mentioned before the break, we're in studio today with Val Shao, director of the International Climbers Festival, which is returning once again here in Lander, along with Justin Iskra, the executive director of Central Wyoming's Climber, Climbers Alliance. They're here today to talk about the festival, which takes place July 13th through the 16th. Uh, I'm excited to uh, learn more about it. This is such an institution of Lander. It's like one of the big summer events that people look forward to every year and brings Literally a global crowd. Uh, people from all across the world come here for this. Uh, before we dive into talking about the event, how's everybody doing this morning? Woohoo! Happy to be here. Doing great. Justin, Val, so stoked to have you guys here today to talk about Climbers Fest. Uh, like I said, this is just one of those big summer events in Lander that brings in tons of people into our community. And uh, I know that this is both of yours first years that you're going to be organizing uh, the festival. So uh, I would love to hear a little bit about yourselves first. Uh, just kind of give us a little bio. I guess I'm starting. <laughs> Take it away, Val. Yeah. So, like you said, yep. my name is Val. This is my first year running the Climbers Festival, and this will be my third year in Lander, but I was working for the Department of Environmental Quality before, and have always really loved the climbing in Lander, and really wanted to delve into it more, so I figured what better way to take all of the climbing areas I know, the climbing people that I know, and just bring in the community as well, and bring that all, wrap it up, bring it into an event that's four days long. That is, it's such a cool thing. And have you had uh, experience with uh, uh, an event of this size before? <laughs> I would definitely say not at this size. Much smaller, much, much smaller. So we're but definitely shifting. Definitely shifting, but bringing that uh, love of the outdoors, bringing that love mm -hmm. of climbing, that passion to the role. Uh, Justin, what about yourself? We've had you on Coffee Time before, but uh, for any of our listeners who haven't heard you before. Yeah, my name is Justin Iskra. I'm the executive director to the Central Wyoming Climbers Alliance. Uh, Lived in Wyoming almost 20 years and in Lander almost 10. Uh, been climbing pretty much the entire time and it's great to uh, do something that's more community focused and give back to the place that we love. And I would, uh, either of you, uh, if, if you could answer this question too, just talk about why Lander specifically is such a hub for climbing. Like what about climbing here is, is what brings people here, that, this huge festival? I would say the reason that drew me here was the access. It's kind of crazy. You can drive from your house to Sings Canyon and be climbing within 20 minutes. Um, you can drive 30 minutes. You can drive an hour and you have so much rock that that is yet to be explored or even just like so much high quality limestone to just go play on or even granite or sandstone, all of that. So I'm assuming too for most climbers that uh, it, that access isn't usually that, that th this close of access isn't usually the case and uh, there may be more remote locations so to have a town that's right here that's mm -hmm. livable near all of that is what the big deal is definitely whenever i go home i grew up in ohio whenever i go home i always make a joke i'm like i have to drive 25 minutes 
to go climbing indoors when <laughs> when I climb outdoors like year round and people are making fun of me because they're like, you're so spoiled. You get to climb outdoors all the time. So had you heard about Lander and that's how you ended up out here? Was it just kind of on your radar? Yeah. So in 2020, summer of 2020, I was in tent sleep working at Dirty Sally's and I had a friend who was living in Lander at the time who was like, you have to stop by for even if it's four days, come by and check it out. And came by, was amazed. And that following year, I found myself living here for that summer. It, that's a, a common, common time. I'm from Ohio as well. <laughs> oh, no and I ended up, uh, I came out here to visit family. And I always say that Lander's the best quicksand on the planet. You just kind of get stuck here and you're just like, I kind of don't mind being stuck here. This yeah, is this is the in. best place to get stuck. <laughs> Uh, and, and Justin, too, I mean, you've been here for a while now. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, the, the culture, the, the community here of the climbers? Uh, yeah, I mean, just to speak a little bit about why Lander is so special, it is one of the best climbing towns in the country with access to so many places uh, close and far. I mean, you can get out into the winds, which is kind it, it's close, but it's also pretty far away. Uh, and then there are sport crags that are, um, like an hour and a half drive that see much less traffic. Uh, the community here is really what draws people in. Uh, it's really accepting and it's big for such a small town that it is. Uh, and there's so many different components to it that uh, I feel like there's a, a niche for everyone here. A hundred percent. And uh, just having lived here for as long as I have too, I've, I've gotten to know many of the climbers in the community and it, it's just cool to see uh, that love of the outdoors and then being able to share it with the community at International Climbers Fest because even though it is for climbers, it is a big community event and there's a lot of fun things that go on. I know uh, they always do the big pull-up competition, uh, the, the dino grab competition and everything. And I remember last year there was a, a one of, I think he might've been one of the MCs. He had the cowboy hat on and everything. So that uh, bringing that Western culture, that Western uh, mentality to climbing has to be pretty neat too. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. Uh, Climbers Fest serves as uh, the Central Wyoming Climbers Alliance's biggest fundraiser for the year, and all of that money goes back into the community. So um, all the hard work that Val does as festival director goes directly to serving this community. And speaking of directing festivals, Val, what can you tell us about this year's festival? What, uh, what should people know? What should people be excited for here? I think the first thing to mention is this is our 30th annual International Climbers Festival. So this is the this is the third decade of International Climbers Festival? Yeah, this thing is older than me, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty cool. That is so, way cool. In the summer of 1994, that was the first year a bunch of locals got together. They're like, it'd be really nice to showcase kind of the work we've been doing, the things that we're proud of, and just gather a handful of locals to come together and just celebrate climbing and just over the years it's been cool just seeing videos seeing photos of how much it's grown and how big how big the festival has gotten how many people come every single year and how well known it is it's kind of cool to be in its 30th year and I don't have to do any marketing really I don't really have to markets itself it markets itself I don't really need to tell brands what the International Climbers Festival or athletes they all already know what it is, and mm-hmm. they are always so excited to be invited to the event and be present. 
So that's pretty, pretty cool. That is cool. And once again, uh, the International Climbers Festival is going to be happening July 13th through the 16th. We're talking to some of the organizers here today. Um, now, this isn't uh, one centralized location, too, either. It's kind of spread all over the place. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So the festival is over four different days. So from July 13th that Thursday, a lot of the events are happening kind of in the city center, so along Main Street. We That's have like the big welcome. The big welcome, yeah. yeah. So there's going to be an art crawl from 4 to 8 just along Main Street. A lot of businesses, artists are having booths to kind of showcase their work. And then we do like an opening party. And then a lot of things move over at that point to City Park. So Friday and Saturday, there's like a trade fair. There's going to be climbing clinics. There's going to be a keynote speaker event. There's going to be little competitions. There's just so many things wrapped up that even for me, I'm, I'm kind of lost in my own little schedule right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> I bet. I bet. There's tons of things. Uh, and is this for climbers of all skill levels too? Like let's say if someone like myself uh, wanted to find out more about climbing, uh, are there things for uh, beginners? Definitely. And that's something that we make sure to have. We like want everyone to be involved. Even if you're not a climber and you want to come just check it out and just play. I always say, I'm like, mm -hmm. even if you just want to come see these booths, you want to try something for the first time, there is opportunity. And I think a lot of the clinics, we try to focus on beginners, intermediates, advanced. We want everyone to always be learning. And I think that's what's most important. You never stop learning. So a hundred percent. Yeah. And that's just kind of cool. That kind of inclusive mindset of getting everyone involved, uh, who wants to be involved. And we were kind of chatting before the interview started too. Um, there are tickets that people need to buy. We've got early bird tickets, but uh, because there are early bird tickets, uh, they're selling out quick, right? Tickets are going fast. Yeah. Um, early bird is for all the way until June 15th. We're doing a special discount. And then after that, we are bumping up our ticket prices by $10. Um, and like Vin said, tickets are going fast. We kind of limit sales to 400 tickets. And I think we've already sold like 250 or more. Oh, wow. And so okay. that's it's only been open for a couple of weeks. You weren't kidding. It's, it's marketing itself. It's, already, really it's already doing is. its own thing. Yep. Uh, where and how can people get those tickets once again? What's the, the, the websites? Yeah. And uh, where can people uh, stay up to date, uh, social media and stuff yep. too? So our website is climbersfestival.org. We have updated everything on there. And as long as soon as something is finalized, it's posted. We also have Facebook and Instagram. That's the Facebook is International Climbers Festival and the Instagram is Climbers Festival. So both of those platforms are always updating. We're always giving more information, having links for people to find more information. Totally. And as always with these big events, I know both of you put in a lot of work and effort into it, but there's always a ton of other hands that go into it. So I know you guys were wanting to uh, mention some of the sponsors as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. This event wouldn't be possible without local sponsorship. Uh, so big thanks to everybody that pitches in money or product or time. Uh, this all makes this event possible. Uh, and it is a lot of coordinating amongst a lot of different people. And Val has done a fantastic job coordinating everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's fanfare, fanfare is allowed on the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't have an audience in here, so self clapping is allowed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I need, I need more sound effects on the board. Uh, we, we definitely need to add those. Uh, and just for either of you too, I know that this is your first year organizing it, but anytime you guys have been to the Climbers Fest in the past, what has been your favorite part of it? 
Uh, so I actually, first time coming to Lander was for Climbers Fest when I was going to college in Laramie and uh, just got to experience uh, Lander during the summer, which, as we know, is fantastic. Uh, I think favorite thing is honestly just seeing all of your friends. Um, I mean, climbing in Wyoming, it's a fairly small community, and this is a great way to all get together and have a good time. 100%. What about you, Val? I got to compete in the dino comp last year. Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, was... and for our listeners who don't know, can you explain oh. what a dino, what, what the dino competition yeah. is? Yeah. So we have like a mini version, I would say, of a wall put up in City Park. This is something we do on Friday night as one of our big events. But there's two holds that are set up somewhere where you start, somewhere where you end. And the goal is all about dynamic movements, otherwise known as dinos. You're making these huge movements, these huge jumps, these leaps. It's just very impressive to watch. Um, really fun for the crowd. Uh-huh. Watching people fly through the air and fall off. <laughs> it is really cool. And what I always love about it, too, that and the pull-up competition, is there's always uh, a young girl or a scrappy young boy who just own those competitions. Oh my gosh. Like, it's, it's like, you know, the, all these like professional climbers who've been doing it for years, but then it's like a young kid that just pulls off some amazing thing. Yep, that's always the coolest to watch happen. Well, I'm excited for it, and I want to thank you both for coming in today to talk about it. Was there anything else that you think our uh, listeners and eventual readers might want to know about the festival? The festival, again, serves as uh, our biggest fundraiser for the year, and all of that money goes back into the community towards maintaining trails, uh, replacing bolts and anchors, uh, of which we've replaced 6,000 bolts and anchors over many, many years, and Fremont County has some of the best and safest climbing around, thanks to that. That's uh, amazing. And then expanding our educational opportunities for Lander youth to get out climbing. Um, and all of these things, I mean, the more money we can make, the more opportunities we can provide. And that's such a good thing, too, because as I said before, I've seen so many, I've had students in the past who may have not been, uh, they, they don't like team sports as much. They don't like uh, that aspect of it, but it's like a confidence boosting thing when they get on the wall. Like, they're, like they find something that they're good at and uh, they really take to the problem solving aspects of it, too. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that really spoke to me. I, uh, of course, enjoyed team sports, but it wasn't until finding climbing where things kind of started to click. Totally. I think it's also worth mentioning that not every event, it, you aren't required a ticket for every single event. Okay. So there's definitely opportunities for people to come join and be part of all of the fun and not feel this like financial burden. So things yeah. like the art crawl, which is on Main Street or the Dino Comp or the film festival, like these are all events that are free and open to the public. And really, I think one of our biggest goals is also just to get the community together and it doesn't always need to be ticketed. Yeah, <laughs> it can well, be fun. <laughs> and I, what, what, so what's the deal with the, uh, the uh, film festival? Yeah. So that is after the Dino Comp Friday night from eight thirty to ten thirty. Um, we're pretty much showing fun climbing films on a big screen in city park. And it's kind of just a good way to get everyone outside in the nice summer air and watching fun films to get them excited about the outdoors. Totally. And just another thing that's going to be offered at the International Climbers Festival that's going to be happening July 13th through the 16th. Uh, Val, Justin, thanks again so much for coming in today. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to see you guys all there. Thanks for having us. All right, everybody, going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, more coffee time after a quick word from our sponsors. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.